An update today on more sprint car silly season moves, including a full circle situation for Justin Henderson. We'll also talk more Hoosier tire stuff, plus racing on tap for tonight. Let's go. It's Tuesday, September 12th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Yesterday afternoon, the new Dirt Tracker logo hats hit the merch shop and they are in hand ready to ship. They're both trucker style hats. One is gray with the logo in black, obviously snapback style. And then the other one is the multi, uh, multi-cam camo uh, with the logo in white, also uh, snapback. Uh, these will ship for free uh, for U.S. buyers. Also, if you want to grab a shirt with your hat or uh, order, use code HAT23 at checkout. That will get you 30% off any of the shirts in the store. The discount code will expire tomorrow at noon Eastern, and you can check out all of the Dirt Tracker apparel over at shop.dirttracker.com. Well, we haven't done a Sprint Car Silly Season update in a while, and there have been several recent moves, including one just yesterday in central Pennsylvania. And we'll start there. Uh, since the split with driver Lance DeWeese, Don Kreitz had tapped a few different drivers to run the uh, Powder Blue 69K, including Logan Wagner for the Port Royal events and Darren Pittman for the upcoming National Open at Williams Grove. Yesterday, we found out uh, that regular Midwest competitor Justin Henderson will be in the 69K for a trio of events late in the season. That includes the October 14th Weldon Sterner Memorial at Lincoln, the World Finals at Charlotte in November, and the year-ending race at BAPS. This might seem like a strange pairing. Obviously, Midwest, Pennsylvania, you don't normally think of those together. But it's actually an interesting full-circle move here. And I didn't remember this myself. But when Don Kreitz decided to get out of the 69K back in 2015, Henderson was used as a fill-in driver then. And then when Henderson left the Kreitz team to return to the Midwest in his normal deal, that's when Lance DeWeese's eight-year run in the car kicked off. Now, Henderson finds himself back in the car, so we're come all completely uh, back around. Jeremy Elliott reported that Henderson was one of those 75 drivers that reached out to Kreitz to talk about the open seat after the DeWeese split. If you remember, uh, might remember, we did a daily show where I actually used that uh, on the show thumbnail. Sounds like the driver situation with Kreitz will remain fluid into the future. Uh, Henderson could stay in the mix here if all goes well. Sounds like Logan Wagner probably uh, in the mix here as well. Uh, But we don't know what things look like beyond uh, this season into 2024. Other recent sprint car moves include Pennsylvania driver Tyler Bear splitting with BK Motorsports. Bear had made 11 410 starts this season, mostly at Port Royal. In Ohio, Zane DeVault is out of the uh, JSM 23, has been running some scattered 360 shows here very recently since leaving that car. Uh, DeVault was a USCS winner at Carolina back in July. He had some top five runs during a Western PA Speed Week. And then young Cameron Smith decided to step away from the Trone at 39 following the Dirt Classic at Lincoln. Smith had made 53 starts this year all around Pennsylvania with five top fives and 15 top tens. No announced plans for either of those two sides at the moment. Uh, If you want to keep up with all of this, uh, actually, I've mentioned her here on the show before, but uh, Pennsylvania photographer Nicole Signor has like a whole list on her website of all of these different things that have happened. Uh, all of the changes, all of the splits, all of the new hires, uh, and that list continues to grow, and I'm sure it's probably not done just yet. Uh, back to the uh, Hoosier tire issues we saw during the World 100 at Eldora. Kevin Kovac did a full breakdown on this yesterday uh, with comments from a bunch of people that were involved, uh, drivers, uh, crew guys, you know, uh, the stuff from Hoosier. And I retweeted on the Dirt Tracker Twitter account if you want to see it. It's also posted over on flowracing.com. Hoosiers' uh, Shannon Rush said they were seeing increased tire temperatures on the insides of those blown right fronts, which he said were the highest he's seen in 21 years on the job. His recommendation to the teams at the time was to run 14 PSI in those tires and reduce the camber in the suspension. 
but it sounds like kind of in the busyness of the weekend, that messaging didn't get around to all of those teams. And those with uh, destroyed race cars were obviously not pleased about that. Uh, I definitely recommend reading through the whole thing, though, if you want more details. There's quotes in there from Bob and Bobby Pierce, uh, Billy Hicks, uh, obviously the stuff from Russia. So a lot of good information in there if you want to know what was happening at Eldora. After a three and a half month break, the Flow Racing at Night in America late models are back in action tonight with a stop at February for $23,000 to win. As a quick kind of season reset, since we haven't seen these guys in a while, Hudson O'Neill leads the midweek series uh, championship right now by 24 points over Bobby Pierce. Tim McCready, Jonathan Davenport, Ricky Thornton Jr. complete the top five in the standings. Through the opening seven races, O'Neill, RTJ, Dennis Herb Jr. all have two wins apiece, and then Mike Marler has the other one. Besides the top 10 drivers in the standings, the field tonight should include the usual suspects at Fairbury, plus guys like Brandon Overton, Spencer Hughes, Turbo's going to be there, Earl Pearson Jr., Ryan Gustin. Earlier this season, Lucas and Outlaw wins at Fairbury went to Pierce and Thornton, if you want an idea of who you should be paying attention to tonight. And then other guys to score super late model wins at Fairbury this year include Shannon Babb and Jason Fager with Mars. And then Mike Spatola, McKay Wenger, Frank Heckenass Jr., Kyle Bronson, and Ethan Dotson have all won in weekly action. Including tonight, six Flow Series races remain in 2023 with Tyler County next on September 27th. Then they'll head to 411 on October 10th, Tri-County on October 12th, and then Sonoya to end the season on November 10th and 11th. Uh, Later this week, the National Late Model guys are headed to Iowa for the Late Model Knoxville Nationals, but there's plenty of other dirt late model racing going on as well. That includes Mars, the Southern All-Stars, XR Working Man, Iron Man, and more. I know I mentioned this here before, but if you want a nice kind of rundown each week on the larger late model schedule, uh, DirtOnDirt.com does a really nice job with theirs, uh, you know, has all of the stuff listed, two win amounts, uh, you know, a lot of good information there if you want to know what's happening with the late models. And on the flip side, uh, TJSlideways.com has his fairly comprehensive weekly open wheel schedule as well. So those are a couple of places you can go if you want to know what's going on. Uh, elsewhere tonight, the Clay County Fair is going on in Spencer, Iowa. The racetrack is hosting the ASCS National Tour and the SML, uh, SLMR late models. I always have a uh, struggle with that one. Uh, you can find all the fair details over at uh, claycountyfair.com. Looks like all sorts of fun things happening around the fair all week. Uh, this will be a busy week for the ASC as sprint car competitors, as after tonight, they're then headed to Wheatland, Missouri for the Hockett McMillan Memorial Weekend. The three nights of racing will also feature the non-wing Power Eye War sprint cars. In the ASCS Championship, Jason Martin has stretched away a bit right now from Matt Covington. I think it's just under 100 points right now, 99, 97, like, something like that. And then everyone else from Jordan Mallet and third on down is really probably too far behind at this point to make a charge. In 24 races, Martin has nine wins, 16 top fives, and 21 top tens. He's also won two of the last three races. Just 10 more race nights left for the ASCS 360 guys uh, with the season ending later in October. All right, for those of you not interested, I'm going to talk about iRacing now. Feel free to tune this off and we'll catch you on the next one. Uh, For those of you sticking around, what looked like an easy World of Outlaws late model championship and $10,000 for Evan C. next week at Charlotte has now been blown wide open. Uh, Logan Rumsey took the race lead last night at the virtual Lincoln Speedway past halfway, went on to his second series win of the season. Behind him, though, after leading early from the pole, C slipped down through the top five and eventually was involved in an incident with real-life crate late model racer Tanner Tomasi. As he was done for the race, he finished down in 19th, and then the incident also collected his teammate in Blake Majulis. With just one race to go, both Rumsey and Kendall Tucker now have a shot at the title. C's points lead has been halved, and I think he's still probably in the driver's seat here with, uh, I think it's 42 right now, uh, but he can't afford to have any issues uh, next Monday night if he wants to win this championship. 
Uh, you can watch the season finale live uh, next Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube and Dirt Vision. Uh, that's it for the show today. Make sure to hit up the streaming schedule over at dirttracker.com slash watch night. There are quite a few things to check out tonight. Some of the stuff I've already mentioned here, but uh, you can do that as well. Uh, uh, and uh, there's a ton of other great information over at dirttracker.com. You can get the news, you can get the analytics section, a lot of good stuff over there. I hope you guys have a good Tuesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. <laughs>